0: Hey, and welcome to another episode of the Get More Students podcast. I'm your co-host, Alex Asher, the CEO of LearnCube. And I'm Herbert Gozer, founder of Herbert
1: Gozer Digital.
0: And we are going to have a fantastic conversation with an entrepreneur today. And I really love this story. You're going to meet Parita Patel, who's going to tell you her story of going from teacher to tutor to uh, an entrepreneur, and not just any entrepreneur, an entrepreneur that's got a thriving tutoring business with up to 30 tutors. So this is a great story and great timing. So Parita, welcome to the podcast.
2: Thanks, Alex. Thanks for having me.
0: Great to have you. Now we've got, uh, I'm just really curious about this initial backstory first, because I think, again, so many people that enter, either they create their own, let's call it online tutoring business or online language school, they often come from a teaching background, Mm-hmm. And then turn into this entrepreneur category. But there's a big chasm where a lot of people kind of get lost or find actually the entrepreneur side is actually not what they're good at. They're actually much better at the teaching side. And we've got you here. And I really want to tell, I want to dig into first of all, what took you from teaching to tutoring? Because again, that's that's another switch. Tell us that story. How did you what was the main reason for that switch?
2: So the biggest reason is um, it's it, it's the demand of the job. Um, it is exactly what you hear. It's a very, very demanding job. Um, it's not what you just do in school. It's it's what you do outside of school as well, which has a huge impact on your um, social life, your family life. Um, and to be honest, if you are a parent, for me personally, it wasn't very sustainable. I didn't feel like a very good teacher at the time. I didn't feel like a very good parent at the time and so um, something needed to give um, yet I still wanted to teach so um, decisions had to be made at that point.
0: Fascinating and tell us what 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 year was that that you decided to switch from teaching to tutoring?
2: So 2016 I left my teaching job um, to become probably just a parent and to help and to help students um do what I know I can do best and that's teach and support. Um, so I started then just tutoring and helping out a handful of students at that point. Up um, until um 2019.
0: And how did you even get those first customers? Again, um some of the people that are listening will be at that stage. How did you get those initial ones?
2: So initially it it came from me, to be honest, it was Mm -hmm. putting myself out there um, very slightly. It wasn't being on social media or anything like Mm -hmm. that. It was just asking around, um, would you be interested in some tutoring? Um, Do your children need any support? And and predominantly with just friends, to be honest, it was something I needed to know that I could do Mm -hmm. and I could do successfully. So it was it was a case of walking before you can run and that's actually been my journey all the way through to today
0: amazing when you say that you kind of reached out to people um were there any like sort of natural groups so like this is all in person I think at, at this moment
2: at the time online wasn't even a thing for me I, I wouldn't yeah. have even considered that in fact i did get approached to do online and i think the fear yeah. of it just put me so but i i just absolutely i i said no i can't do it yeah um obviously in hindsight um you know we all learn from hindsight but it was all in person and then it was going to people's houses and making the effort to reach out to students in their environment and parents within their environment
0: and what subjects were you tutoring
2: so by profession, I am a primary teacher,
0: mm-hmm.
2: um, so I could, um, within school, we, we need to teach all subjects, so I could teach all subjects mm-hmm. um, up till the age of 11, um, but um, predominantly the demand was for maths and English.
0: Okay, fantastic. So we're in 2019, you've gone from only having a couple of students in 2016 to now it sounded like you actually had quite a, a number of students at that, at that moment. You'd almost spent three years to kind of build up that, that, that to, yeah, I guess your network and your kind of customer base.
2: So at that point, between 2016 and 19, it was very much, um, it, it was a hobby at that mm-hmm. point. Um, again, me just deciphering, is, is this the right thing for me? Am I good at it? Um, are people responding? Is it working? Are children, um, are children progressing? that's that's the key here they've got to make progress um I'm very passionate but passion doesn't equal success in a lot of cases so I was very mindful of that from the very beginning um students were happy parents were happy um I was getting some testimonials I was getting um, really positive feedback so there had to be a turning point um we have a number of students now at this point I, I can't off the top of my head I don't know um But it was clear that this was no longer a hobby and we needed very clear and efficient processes in place in order to develop as a business and to attract more clients. So the turn of 2018 and 19, I decided, um, right, I'm going to go all in (laughs) and I'm going to create, I'm going to invest back into the business. And that's when. I created the brand, well, I, I didn't personally, but together with a, um, a designer, created uh, what, what you know today as Leap Educate. Um So we created the website. Um, we then started our social media handles so we could reach out to parents through handles rather than personally or just mm-hmm. via the phone or word of mouth. There was mm-hmm. um, a platform on which parents could then contact us.
0: Got it.
1: And how long did this uh, kind of foundation process take for uh, getting Leap Educate up and running?
2: Um, That's a good couple of years. Okay. A good couple of years. Um, So it really started in 2019, Mm
1: -hmm.
2: um, which is when I I started the process, the the behind the scenes process. I was still, um, at this point, I'm still teaching. Um, I, although I'd come out of full-time teaching, I was back into part-time teaching at this point. Um, I was still tutoring and then sort of trying to um, upscale Leap Educate as well. Um, I think that really took for us to really define our process. We're still defining them, but to really mm. get, get the foundation, a good two years. And then, of course, COVID hit.
1: <laughs> and uh, before, like a whole new juncture, uh, of course. <laughs> and before COVID, did you uh, have tutors already on board working for you?
2: So, luckily for me, um, summer of two thousand nine nineteen got very busy, mm-hmm. and it was obvious that I needed a bit of support um, within my team. So, I um, took on um, a, a VA um and to help me with some admin and then I also wanted to reach out to some fellow teachers who I thought would love the opportunity to be able to do what I'm doing um and who are in my position and also teachers who aligned with our ethos and our philosophy so I proceeded to do that um probably in the latter end of 2019 and we were then um growing in that respect because I can then outsource to um, those teachers mm-hmm. I could focus on admin a little bit more and the business side of things a little bit more but I was still teaching and tutoring and then um, of course February 2020 yeah. um, it's a a moment for all of us or the defining moment for many of us um, February 2020 I got my first online client which was fantastic and then a month later, we had no choice but to go online mm-hmm. and everything became virtual.
1: Wow.
2: So our processes, thankfully, were already set. Um, they were in place for us to be able to transition to online very easily and overnight, which we could. So that was, that was fantastic for us. Um,
0: what were those processes, Parita?
2: So things like, as I mentioned before, um, having the ability to, for parents and clients to contact us,
0: mm-hmm.
2: ensuring that we've got a really clear pathways for our students and parents to be able to um, continue—just not ad hoc sessions. We don't have any ad hoc sessions, but to be able to go through this learning journey in a in a in the most flawless way possible. So we're not worrying about admin. We're focusing on the lessons and our individual sessions and the um, the learning, essentially. So I ensured that we'd invested in um, not quite learning platforms yet, but um, fantastic companies out there who provide resources mm-hmm. that we could sort of, um, uh, partner up with. Yeah. And then um, so we could use those companies to tutor with. Things like um, invoicing mm-hmm. was a really I, big thing. Definitely. Making sure that we were compliant. Mm -hmm. Um, all of those things really started to take effect um, on the back of 2019 just and just automating
1: um automating all of those kind of administrative uh tasks that really eat up your time
2: precisely and not doing things manually yeah even little things so um just having um an invoicing platform like Stripe. yeah really simple things like that that gives it the the kind of you go from being um, I guess an amateur to a, a professional, if I may say, if I may say so, um, and and, and those, those things make a difference not only because um, it supports with time efficiency, but oh. also with the with the perception of being professional as well.
0: Absolutely. Just a kind of tangent, a little bit, but I think it kind of explains the point. Is um, I've got a tennis coach that I see every now and again, um, but. He always like, there's never a calendar invite. There's never an invoice. There's just simply a text message. (laughs) And it really, first of all, it it slightly annoys me. And I think he's kind of at at risk of not getting paid or I'm not turning up on time. And it really, it feels like it devalues what is actually an exceptional experience. Mm. And I think it kind of, for me, it illustrates and kind of what you're saying, there's this experience. The experience of tutoring is not just the tutoring session. It is how do I even pay how do I get into it how do I deal with leap educate as a brand rather than just as a person like these are all kind of aspects that add value and allow you to retain your price point yeah
2: absolutely I, yeah I love that point because it's you're right it's a learning journey in more aspects than one as opposed to it's more than just the session itself and it's something that I'm, I'm very keen to make sure we explain to our parents we're not just available for that one hour Mm. when you're with us you we're there to support you in its entirety so when you need support outside of the sessions we're there we're available um
0: i've got a question on how did you when you started were you just parita patel the the tutor or did you already have a brand name
2: no i was just me i had nothing i that's
0: by the way we've got lots of uh, previous episodes where Herman mm. and I even talked but that's a great strategy to begin with as well absolutely um, but what I really like about this story is you've also shown us how you then go from the personal to the brand but keeping you very much front mm. and center of the brand like whenever I see your your website not only does it is it professional but it kind of like the colors make sense and then you kind of see you very much front and center I can understand the personal story I feel like I'm not just partnering with a faceless company I'm, I'm partnering with with a person and a group of people, so I, I think that comes across really well. Um, so you've now talked us through some of like those processes. Where were some of the kind of challenges and friction points that you know it's like there's probably friction points at different milestones. so why don't you take us back to the very first bit? It sounds like processes were an initial friction point and then take us through some of the other milestones.
2: So I think um, for me it was—I'll um, be honest with you. When I was first starting out, it is just me. I, I haven't got a brand or anything to um, fall back on. Although that was probably—that's that, probably a blessing. Um, I think so. Thinking, thinking back. Um, but for me, it was a fear of failure. Mm-hmm. What if I'm not good at what I do? What if the students don't respond to me? Um, what if they're not? What if parents don't think that I'm helping? Mm-hmm. It's all of these questions that constantly used to eat me up um and I think that that takes time to build um resilience is key mm-hmm. perseverance is key, so keep doing it until you absolutely know this is not going to work um mm-hmm. and it will tell you when it's not working every single sign will be telling you it's not mm-hmm. working, yeah, and then th- that wasn't the case for me um in fact, it was quite the opposite. I would then rely those feelings dissipated quite quickly because I had my processes to rely on. Mm-hmm. Um but more importantly my students and my parents were telling me otherwise. That's and necessary. I think that's what affirmed it for me, right? There is something here. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And that's really important, not just through their testimonials, but through what they would feed back to me personally. Um, that I'm doing something right and then making progress. Great. That's what I want to do right now. It's not about the results just yet. It's about enabling that child to be successful in their learning journey. One of my taglines is also supporting you to support your children, which means supporting parents to support their children, which is key because I think as a parent as well, sometimes we get stuck. We don't know how to support our children, not just with the learning, but with all of it, with the learning, the learning behavior and everything Mm -hmm. surrounds learning. So I also wanted to make sure that that's something that we're adding value with, not just a tutoring session. And all of those things were working.
0: It sounds like you've already been quite successful at communicating value beyond just like I'm a remediary kind of service, you know, like you're not, you're not, you're not presenting yourself as a plumber, you've got an issue, I'll come around, I'll fix it, and then I'm out you've got uh, the language you're using. So what are some of the messaging that you've found has been effective for you? And actually you were telling me about this mentoring kind of angle that you go. So tell me about that. Because again, it's it's starting to feed into this turning from a personality, which you, you still are as the business, but into some of these brand kind of values that are kind of creeping in and helping you create a more consistent service.
2: Absolutely. So one of the things that um, I am, is passionate about children succeeding within their learning journey. Now, that resonates through all of our tutors. We all have that same passion and that same drive. That's what is key for us. Um, It's not just where we we go from A to B in one Mm -hmm. tutoring session. In fact, that's pretty impossible. Mm -hmm. You you can't do that. Mm -hmm. So you can't measure progress in one session. You can measure progress over time. Therefore, for us, it's about creating a journey for the student and for the parent to be able to go through at their starting point to whenever they choose to leave us. It's a long term game. It's an investment. We're invested in your child's progress. We need investment from you and commitment from you in return. So we give that, but we expect that in return.
0: And how does that play into practicality? Does that mean that you try and sell kind of programs or learning journeys or whatever is the word that you use, or do you still, uh, yeah, like how do you how do you sell that?
2: No, not at all. So not yet. Let's not say that. Not yet. Yeah. I, we don't. One of the things that we do is we do that very discreetly within each session. We <laughs> ensure that the right learning behaviors are present. And this, this is what leads on nicely to the mentoring, because actually we have um, students that we also mentor exclusively who don't present, who are very bright and mm-hmm. who are at the top of their game academically, but don't present with the right learning behaviours. Mm-hmm. Once the learning behaviour is, um, we, we play around with that, we tweak that and we, we get that where it needs to be for that particular child. Mm-hmm. Hey, presto we can optimise and we can maximise their potential.
0: Fantastic. Um, yeah. So you've taken us through um, these learning journeys. So what are some of the other, you mentioned that one of your other, your first challenges was just the confidence barrier. You overcame the confidence barrier. The great thing is you got that through good feedback, um, which is wonderful. And then there must, you kind of, I guess, process was the next thing. All right, we're hitting 2019. It sounds like you've been able to successfully move to online because you had at least some initial systems. What were some of the other kind of points that you can remember where there was like a challenge or a, a friction point?
2: Then and today, very, very um, prominent is it's a very competitive industry. Mm-hmm. And I'm forever questioning everything.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
2: you know, am I going at the right pace? Am I meeting the needs of my students? Am I meeting the needs of now my tutors? Mm-hmm. Am I meeting the needs of the parents in this fiercely competitive market? Mm. I think one of the things that has kept me going and kept me sane, quite frankly, is I do me. I, I stick to what I know mm-hmm. and what I believe in. So that initial drive, that, imp- that passion, I go back to that. I remind myself of that all the time. Why am I doing it? Who is it for? Who is it benefiting? Mm. What are my processes to enable me to deliver that? Yeah. And honestly, for me, doing that has really kept me grounded, and also just helped me to plod along. I, I do run. I do walk before I can run. Yeah. And and so that that's just what's kept me going at a steady pace. Amazing. You have those foundations to be able to fall back on should anything go wrong. Things do go wrong. But then when you've got those firm foundations to fall back on, um, it's your safety net or it's your it's your little um yeah, it's your safety net that you can fall back on and bounce back off as well.
1: Yeah. And so you have these you have these processes in place, you have a, a team of of tutors, and now I'd love to, love to get some insight about your uh, kind of marketing strategy and you know, going out and uh, you know, scaling and, and finding uh, new students. What has that looked like in the, in the last two years?
2: Um, so that's a great question. I think now is the time for, there's always um, opportunities and difficult times. That's mm-hmm. the way I always think. Yes. Um, I think our students deserve better and better. So one of the things that um, I will always do is make sure our processes are watertight before mm-hmm. we um, attract more students. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm really grateful to be able to work and excited to be working with Alex um, yeah. on, a, on an online platform, LearnCube, which we're about to integrate. So it's really exciting. And I'm going to be using that to be able to market so not only will that hopefully attract more tutors because we're we're just that much more compliant mm-hmm. from a safeguarding perspective as well it's um it's it's a really great place to be because it's one of the things now i'm not so worried about um with everything being online there's a perception that being online is safer mm-hmm. um if you really dig deep that's probably not the case so this enables us to be a lot more Compliant, a lot more safer within our um, sessions with our students. Sure. What I can then do is use that to um, attract the tutors and attract more parents. Um, because we have this platform, because we have great processes, a great platform, yeah. um, the quality of teaching and our tutors is already present anyway. Yeah. So, we're what I'm now doing is trying to combine all of that together to take that next leap, which will be. Um, the marketing phase
0: <laughs> and with that as well, I think it, it does show the the leap as you say that you need to make because it's probably not that dangerous when you're one person and it's not that dangerous when you 've got two people and you don't have much of a process it's quite dangerous to have a your brand with thirty roving individuals that you that may be freelancers or otherwise that are representing a brand but with no real system behind it whether it comes to communication, sharing of links, sharing of contact information, like that's, I think, where we do sort of see you do need to kind of uh, upgrade your kind of processes and take a different, different journey. Absolutely.
2: Um, I think I will, I will add to that, Alex, if mm, that's okay. Um, this, this comes back to making sure, though, when you are um, hiring just make sure that you're at that point you are doing a good job of vetting and ensuring the teachers themselves are not just good what they do or you know exceptional what they do but they align with what you do and how you think and how you feel I think that's key because they are then completely harmonious to the way that you think and they're Mm -hmm. aligned with your thinking your philosophy they're not going to they're probably unlikely to do something that you wouldn't
1: yeah
2: so being able to go back to those processes and your philosophy your own ethos is then key when you do have additional people
0: I I can't agree with that more just the idea of preventing problems by hiring as well as you possibly can rather than hiring anyone quickly but then trying to uh, use processes to safeguard I, I think it works much better in the way that you've got it there. Uh, Parita. Um, I, do, I do
2: see this as a very long-term game. It's, it's definitely not a short-term game. So,
0: yeah. I am kind of, go, again, going to touch on what um, Herbert was saying with, with the kind of marketing, how do you kind of market that? But I'm going to start with a specific question. Is more about how did you market your tutors as being okay to kind of, like, how do I say this again? Um, people knew what they were buying when they were tutoring with Parita. How are you now using your current tutors to be like "I'm tutoring the leap way like how do to, how do people buy that that kind of service
2: so um one of the one of the things that I initially ensured everybody is mm-hmm. hasn't enhanced d b s check which is so important then now that's just a prerequisite yep um that it's becoming an ever more compliant industry which is fantastic so we just have to make sure that we are um keeping up with compliance at all times but when you're constantly communicating with your teachers and you value your teachers they'll sing for you Mm. because they already believe in what you believe in anyway from when you first meet them and have that initial um chat and the the onboarding process you know that they're aligned with your thinking and because they're aligned with your thinking they're they're going to mirror or mimic or do exactly what you do anyway so actually um, it's never something that I've worried about like I have a fear of um, putting myself out there on social media this is (laughs) a fear that I've just never had because I know they think like me they have that drive they have that passion the enthusiasm to ensure a child will succeed, whatever that looks like.
0: And do you use tutors in your marketing, either materials or in your marketing campaigns? Or do you, I mean, is there a way that you help them find more customers for you through referrals or otherwise? Like how do you use your tutors as a kind of extension of your marketing reach?
2: So more recently, that's one of the things Mm -hmm. now that we've sort of embedded a really good number of, tutors want, I, I value them a lot and one of the things that i want to be able to do for them is just um help them to um attract more financial benefits in any way that they can so um if they we personally at leap educate um, have a referral scheme awesome. so that and yeah that enables them to do
0: that and referrals have been your main way to get up to your current business is that right parita
2: uh word of mouth and of mouth, yeah. um, i will say one social media platform in particular facebook um has has okay. definitely helped us
1: and how have you used facebook in order to encourage uh facilitate word of mouth
2: so being part of local groups because um, mm-hmm. initially people people want to that they, they buy from people as we all know um and so having having a platform where they can um come to is is important not just a website but having um different handles where where they can different people like using different handles so um having places where they can go to to um check us out essentially Mm -hmm. and then making sure that um people it's not just me saying what we do other parents can also verify that and validate exactly Mm -hmm. what we do so that's that's been great to be able to attract people to come to our handles and then let them decide right this is the right company or this is the right um, organization for our child
1: got it fantastic and so you're um, leveraging existing Facebook groups uh, or do you also have your own Facebook groups for uh, parents for example
2: I do so i I do have my own group um uh-huh. But I'm yet to create a community group, which is what I'm really excited to be Mm. uh, delving into really soon. So watch this space. Um, I think it's really important for parents to be able to. And they do. There are lots of um, amazing groups out there, community groups out there for parents to be able to ask questions. If they're if they're stuck or if they're just in two minds or whatever it might be, that there's fantastic spaces for them to be able to go out there. Mm -hmm. Um, I'd like to be able to join that big industry as well and, and to be able to do that. So we're, we're going to be creating some community groups where parents can just feel at ease because that's really important. Yeah. Education yeah. is the number one um, stress for parents, um, for their children. So yeah. having a platform or multiple platforms where they where they can alleviate some of that stress is, is I think, fantastic.
0: Love it. Great idea. Are you thinking of a closed group or a, like a private group um, or a public group?
2: So my current um, Leap Educate uh, within Facebook is a public group and that will yep. remain public, um, but these will be closed groups. Ah, cool. So it's being, like
0: that value add sort of kind of.
2: Um, absolutely. And not because um, we don't want people to see. It's not like that at all. It's more um, we want to create a safe space for parents to ask questions freely. <laughs> and it will be a space um, also for my tutors to be able to um Partake in conversation and give their input as well, um, and all, almost create a community where we're all singing off the same hymn sheet.
0: So, before you sort of suggested that social media was something you're not kind of as comfortable with, yet I'm kind of hearing that you're doing a Facebook group. So, are you quite active on Facebook in general and somehow that kind of works for you with LEAP? Or, or tell me, how does that kind of work together? Because at least my own experience as well like to manage a group requires effort and requires you participating otherwise it's just uh you know crickets everywhere and people mm. will just leave so do you already have experience with kind of engaging a lot on Facebook that's actually been a driver for you with your marketing up to this point
2: um, we'll call it work in progress um so the honest answer is no Um, And the the public, the the group that is public at the moment, it just it serves its own purpose. Um, But you're you're quite right. It needs managing and it needs your time. It needs your eyes across Mm it. Um, I will officially now be able to tell you, I've just resigned from my position as a teacher. So I am going all in um, as a tutor now and um, the founder of Leap Educate. So
0: congratulations! Thank you. Um,
2: So it's 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 the next step, if you like. Um, But yeah, I'm all in, which means I have some capacity—not a lot, but some capacity—to be able to hopefully create this community that I've been wanting to do for a long time. Um, Irrespective of my own fears, it's something that needs to be there, and Mm -hmm. it it it's a great space for parents who do invest in us I'd like to be able to do that for them and the students so students can participate as well this is just a group for anybody who who wants to be able to um, it's a safe space for anybody who wants to communicate
1: wonderful and I see that you are active on on Instagram. You you post quite regularly. Have you found that 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 platform has provided you any value um up to now? Some,
2: um, it, I think I I definitely say it's better to have it than not have it. Again, it's it's um it's a place where people can come to see what you're about if they choose not to contact you directly. Um, it's it's a space that you can control the content that you're sharing it just it tells a story about who you are as an entrepreneur Um, and I think yeah I'm I'm getting better at it and I'm I'm getting more confident at sharing who I am and what I'm about and what Leap Educate is all about and the the better that that becomes that the better that process becomes the more I feel inclined to show up which is great. And that's, I'll be honest with you. That's what I'm exploring right now.
0: Nice. Nice. I'm curious just on kind of wrapping, uh, wrapping this up a little bit in terms of understanding as well, the kind of people and the roles that you need to fulfill as you grow. So you went, you know, teacher to tutor, you were doing everything, including the tutoring. You then start hiring tutors is there a layer of kind of other people that need to be part of your kind of operations team at one point? And what was that point if you've already started that process?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Look, you can't do this single-handedly. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm sure you both know it, it's it's impossible. Um, you are the finance person, you are the social media person, you are you are everything at one point, but you can't be your it's just impossible. <laughs> so I'm I'm really fortunate enough to have a very supportive family. Um, finances are done in house so I'm very very lucky um i'm also i've I've now started to kind of outsource my social media a little bit, so they've come on board and again that's really important because you're you're giving your baby to someone who will um who has got to portray exactly what you do in the way that you would want it to um so I think all of these all of these little things that you're able to um give. Um, up a little bit just helps you to do what you do best in terms of, um, the, where you want that journey to be. You can just focus on that and really progress with that and put your mind into that. Um, but yes, I am, I'm still a teacher and a tutor and I do the admin side of things. So I have got quite a few hats. <sighs>
0: Well, it's phenomenal what you've been able to achieve in just these few years. I I know that this has been a longer journey. And actually, I'm so glad it was, because I feel it was a much more realistic version of what a lot of tutoring businesses have. They're not overnight successes. They Mm. are perseverance. They are kind of grit. Um, They're about you showing passion and turning up each day. And it, it sounds like you do that every day with Leet. So, Uh, I'm sure you're very proud, but on on my side, I'm very impressed and I'm sure that those listening have really taken a lot from this session. So thank you, Parita.
1: Thank you, (laughs) Alex.
0: Thank
2: you, it's been amazing.
0: Parita, where can people start following your social media journey potentially or just even the LEAP journey?
2: So uh, the first point is just leapeducate.com. We're also on
0: Facebook, Instagram and LinkedIn. Fantastic. Herbert, um, people can find you at? Herbertgerza.com. And if you're interested in LearnCube, uh, you can find us at www.learncube.com. And particularly, we also have the Get More Students community space. Um, this is also an area that we're trying to build and trying to help particularly tutoring and language entrepreneurs, uh, those in creating their own companies and schools, and they can find ideas, inspiration, and motivation, just like we have today around marketing and growing their business. So you can check that out at getmorestudents.org. And for now, thanks so much. And Parita, again, thank you so much for your generous time today. Thank you. Hi.